0: Alright,
1: Chris, get really loud like you're really excited about something. Swipe! Swipe! Yep, that was that was my experience. My experience throughout fucking arena was Chris going. (laughs)
0: Welcome to A Star to Steer Her By podcast, episode 10. We've made it into double digits. I, of course, am Jake, and I'm joined today by... Chris.
2: Ames. And Caitlin. Tenth episode, everyone.
0: This week we'll be talking about the Squire of Gothos, in which the Enterprise is... Enterprise... (laughs) Fuck me. The
2: Fisher-Price.
0: The Enterprise is right, hosted by <laughs> in bad Klingon makeup. I like it. In which the Enterprise is ensnared by the seemingly omnipotent, mischievous young Trelane, who is enamored of Earth culture. We'll also be talking about Arena, in which the Enterprise responding... To a, uh, an attack on a Federation outpost, chases down and is eventually forced to fight the evil Gorn, the lizard like monsters of, of unparalleled strength and vigor and speed and agility. <laughs> <laughs> Except not Some those of last those words too. were lies. That's true. Ah. Well, yeah. Well, let's, we'll get to Arena, but maybe first we should start with our good friend, the harpsichord playing Ugh. Trelane. General Trelane. Trelane. Retired.
2: Retired. Yes. Retired.
0: <laughs> General. Retired. Now, merely squire. Yes. Yes, the humble squire of Gothos.
1: He likes the sound of Square. Mm.
2: Can I say that as a character I loved Trillane? Yes. I thought yeah. he was awesome. I, I thought love I think he and Mud should get together and we should write some some fanfic about them. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Such space adventures they would have. They would. They'd have so many space adventures. They're both interested in women. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah they like the women's
2: we had a, v- a very, very close corollary to a the women moment.
1: Yes! Yes! <laughs> I said, I made the same note. <laughs> did? Literally. I was like, well, it's no the women. <laughs> yep, it's close. Yeah. Uh, tell them what that moment was. Like oh, that, mo- that moment
2: was really fun. So Trelane, Trelane, for some reason, out of out of all of the rest of civilizations in the universe, is enamored himself with the civilizations of Earth. Of nine hundred years ago, and which, which, I think
1: which was we'll, off, right? Which we'll get to that. The, yeah, I, okay. I didn't know we'll
3: about to that, too. that too. Yeah, I
2: think I noticed the same thing. So he's trying to encapsulate them in, in how he lives in his castle-y kind of thing, but it's all form, but with none of the substance because he's he's never actually encountered them. So he's just kind of like making up what it would look like
1: for himself in in his planet that he's created. Which did not stop Bones from going ham on that fucking brandy. Yeah.
0: Jesus it's like everyone else is like freaked out. He's like, ah, knocking on back. Great. It, it
1: was like they cut to McCoy,
3: Sulu, and Jaeger, or Jaeger, depending on what the scene is. And they're just having dinner. Like, yeah. When did they decide to and to yeah, trust
2: then, the food that this man has
3: made. Like, like Kirk gave him the nod to sort of play along, but they were they were going at it with a certain amount of gusto, which made even less sense when two mm. seconds later
1: Doc is like, "It doesn't taste like a fucking thing." Well, I mean, the very next episode—not to jump ahead—but we do hear Bones being like, "Can't wait to have food that has not been reconstituted or whatever the fuck." <laughs> True. He said. So, I mean, you know, they have maybe. been eating ship's rations. It is yeah. the twenty third century, but maybe. Yeah, but well,
3: getting
2: getting back yes. to to human society and and Trillane's love of humans, he, he learns that there are women aboard the Enterprise, and he says, "Women? You mean the fairer sex? You actually have some of those?" And he's so excited and that women are in anywhere are anywhere near him,
1: and he's
3: ready to transport the lot of them down. To, <laughs> which would have been I <laughs> think a hysterical scene, like two hundred ish women just crammed into that room with the rest of them. Just like,
0: oh, ah, oh God. Can't breathe.
1: I have to assume that there was more to that castle than just that room.
3: I mean, probably, but still funnier if there's just a shitload of people crammed in there.
0: So, yeah, maybe we should talk a little bit about... How we got to meet Trelane. The Enterprise is, of course, traveling through a region of space, uncharted, described as the Star Desert. Yes. Because there's no stars or planets anywhere nearby, and then there's just this rogue planet. I
2: think Star desert, desert, in and of itself, <laughs> is a weird misnomer. And Spock calls them out on, by, on like, the definition of desert, and they're all like, oh, Spock, you wouldn't understand what deserts are anyway.
1: Your mind like, is too logical. Your planet to give you is only a one
0: giant desert. Yeah. <laughs> from every we've seen of it yeah.
1: I feel like Spock was really funny in this episode though because I feel like that exchange where you know McCoy is like I wouldn't expect your logical mathematical brain dunder to, to get, you know, give given to the hallucination of a, of a mirage and he's like yes thank you doctor it's like oh, missed yeah. the point there Spock
2: <laughs> mm, so we come across this this unknown planet which is our oasis in the star desert mm-hmm. if you if you would.
0: We be, it's believed to be uninhabitable well, because Well it's like radioactive. There's like right? yeah, Volcanoes the volcano is going on. Yeah. It's, it's just, it is a no clusterfuck. As they approach it, Sulu and Kirk get abducted off the ship. They just vanish via the greatest sound effect in the world. Yep.
3: Boing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like does that I feel like that ends up being sort of a, a, a an original series staple, too. Mm. It's like, over the years, as characters ex- exhibit crazy powers that is how disappearing or teleporting stuff is represented that horrible 60s boing sound effect which mm. i would bet real money also shows up in you know bewitched i dream of genie the monsters the out just all those shows we hear
2: so many like cartoonish silly sound effects <laughs> later on in the yes, episode yes we
3: do too. Yeah, it's amazing there's a slide whistle going yeah. on oh, it, was,
2: it was very confusing to me
3: uh, it's astounding but yes they get abducted and then they have to uh, they spend like four hours looking for them and then Jaeger gives his very scientific estimate of not long <laughs> for yes. how long someone how could long survive, survive down on there on that planet? without, yeah. without not long. life We
0: don't again. know.
2: I mean, to be fair, we see we see the conditions of the actual planet at one yeah. point, and Kirk is fucking gagging for dear life. So not long could be like 30 seconds. <laughs>
3: okay, yeah, you just think he would just say, like, just say, like, they just couldn't.
2: Just don't do it
3: yeah no bad idea
2: don't go down to the plant unless now, you got that little respirator thing
3: yes apparently that's sufficient
2: that did not look sufficient
3: yeah no I didn't get that either if like
2: if if the whole place is is storms and was it radioactive I remember making that I, up. Don't remember, I don't remember but it was at the very bad.
3: least give him a hat
1: pretty sure they said volcanoes. I don't
3: know. Yeah, there were volcanoes at the very least. I
0: mean, they weren't even bringing down as much protection as they brought down when they were investigating the... um, Space Madness Planet? The Space Madness Mm -hmm. Planet. You know, when they had their... Shower curtain. Shower (laughs) curtain. Shower curtain. Space suits. Which I realize, I believe that that's the same substance that, that is used... For the same material that's used for the sheets in sick bay, you know, it might be yeah. same sort
3: of weird, unpleasant. They just bought a bolt of it and it. were like, "We're going to
0: use this everywhere." <laughs> well, we own this shit. We're going to do something with it.
3: Yeah, no. It, what I will give them though, this is the first time I think you've seen a really properly sensible landing party in this show, where it's like, "All right, all right, all right, hear me out." Let's not send the vast majority of the ship's like senior staff.
2: Oh yeah, didn't Scotty say, I wanna go, guys? Yeah. No, no. You stay up here, friend.
3: Yeah, Spock is like, we we should stay here. Which is like, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's about goddamn time you work that out. Like, yeah, okay, maybe the senior medical guy, why not? And then a couple of randos, Johnny fucking what was Jaeger's deal again. He was like a geophysicist or something. Yeah, he has I'm some thought. sort of. And LaSalle was just there to be angry and have a gun and, and be French.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> Thank you, Ames. You know, what uh, was with the fucking languages? Like,
3: uh, what was with the little Nazi salute? Like, I thought he was seeing shitness. Did, did he? Did he Hitler? He, when he's talking to to Jaeger, he does do like a little, like
0: not a full blown oh, arm. He does like yeah. a little. This I think it's one. like a German. Thing, yeah, I don't know if it's necessary. like, how does specifically he
1: specifically Hitler? Yeah. What era is that? He like, he's say, like, all kinds he's of all crazy era. He seems to like the 18th century
0: or the 19th century if he's talking about Napoleon. Oh, I guess that's early mm. 1800s, isn't it? Yeah. Um,
3: but then well, and he wouldn't have known about the death of uh, Alexander Hamilton if he wasn't seeing through at least 18. Yeah, right. And, when did he die? Uh, or uh, either way, it was after um, the 1800 um, jump, so we're talking early 19th century at the yeah at the Earliest,
0: So, Even I mean, so there could no. be some, there would probably be some, I don't know, when, when did the Holy Roman Empire die out? I don't quite know when Germany as we know it was formed. It was before. in the that was like in the 1870s, but I don't know what was there between. Like, there
3: was, there were, there was sort of Germany- After the Holy Roman Empire collapsed, I think it was just sort of a loose confederation of states that were unified enough to kind of sort of be a country, but not formally yet. Mm. So, I mean, there was a Germany, kind of, even if not as we know it. So, I mean, it's debatable, but I don't think it's too weird that he was doing Germanish things.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I I don't think it's weird either. What is weird, though, is that it's referred to as being 900 years in the past, which would make it the 2700s. Yeah, which it's i mean i mean this could just be that they haven't really established definitively on the show what time things take place but we know that the original series is supposed to take place in the in the mid 23rd century so the 2260s i believe
3: yeah and that is that is one of the things i think in the in the early days of the original series and actually possibly throughout the whole thing there are moments where it kind of bounces around as to when exactly it might be. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting mm. to see when we get to the one with Zephram Cochran how long they say he's been missing for. Right. Like, I, it's entirely possible. Don't quote me on this one, but I think... Yeah, don't quote me on this one into a microphone. Um <laughs> They may not have ever really formally stated to the public that this was the 23rd century until the opening text of Wrath of Khan. Hmm. Possible. Um, but there you know,
2: are... Like, there are like tons of hints. Like like something like this, like saying, you know, nine hundred years ago, blah, blah blah blah. Or or when they see the nineteen sixties planet with the god awful children and they're I figured if there was a reference, but they definitely like could place it.
3: Yeah, I th- like I think at some point they may have decided it in house, but I don't think it was stated firmly to the audience possibly until Wrath of Khan. But again, I might be wrong. And even then it just says in the twenty third century it doesn't even give a definitive definitive year. Like, it was eventually at some point decided that, fuck it, the original series is exactly 300 years in the future, so it's the 2260s in the original series. And then I think they fudged it a bit. I think it's only the 2270s by, like, you know, the movies, which were actually being made in the 1980s.
0: Well, yeah, I think, I feel like the the movies, in relation to the original series, I feel like the movies are almost supposed to be in real time. Yeah. So, you know, the the, the motion picture, which was, what, 78 would have been roughly 10 years after the yeah. five-year mission or, or yeah, yeah. what have you. But yes, either way, the
3: 900 years thing does stick out.
2: Yeah, I feel like someone, like somewhere on Memory Alpha, they mentioned that someone noticed that, but I guess they didn't, I don't know why they wouldn't take it out then or, or fix it or something, just in, in 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 congruity with the rest of episodes.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So Trelane himself is sort of the, he's the sort of playful kind of, malevolence.
2: He's a little bit, and this this reference has been made, he's a lot like Q.
0: Who?
1: Q. Okay, cut all of this. <laughs> no, 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 from uh, DS9, isn't it? Or is it from what's TNG. K- he does show up in
3: DS9. He originates in TNG. Oh, Q. I thought you said Hugh.
1: Oh, God. Like the Borg. No, so go on. I thought you were fucking
3: with her. Okay. I thought you
1: were fucking with her as well. I was
0: waiting for a punchline. I was waiting to
1: punch him. Well, there
0: you go. Okay, Going back I don't know Q. why I kept hearing Hugh.
1: I I was cutting, like, I, as much as I could. You got Logan on the brain, huh? Can't wait for that third X-Men film. That's gonna be
0: good. It looks good. Though.
1: I hope it'll be good.
2: Mm. No, it's 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 uh, interesting, though. Apparently, you know, people have made made reference to saying, like, Trillian and Q share a lot of, like, the same kind of, like, weird personality traits and historical kind of traits and stuff that someone actually like there's a novel out there that oh, states no. that that uh Q is Trelane's godfather
0: oh.
3: <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the idea that Trelane is a Q just because for all that he is similar to him in a lot of ways in other ways he seems to be a distinct species Cause I mean, he does need some sort of mechanism to activate and utilize his abilities. Well, the, I thought well, the we,
2: mechanism was was a, an odd an odd thing because we they, like when they're down on the planet and they realize, oh, he doesn't. You know, everything here is kind of like his projection of what we want to see of what like human society is like. how is that different from like the Thasians in in like menagerie and shit, where they just kind of like can create these worlds? Why does he need a fucking mechanism? If he if he's well, a nearly omniscient being, you know, I had a
0: thought too. Is that in that perhaps, and wouldn't this be exactly something Q would, uh, you know, Q would do? Perhaps the mechanism is a red herring. He want maybe he was testing. Maybe he was trying to see. Well, will you know? Are these humans smart enough to pick up that I'm interacting with this mirror?
2: Mm. I don't know. That that tinfoil hat may be a little big for me, Jake.
0: It's a big hat.
2: I'm I'm joking.
0: I'm showing uh, okay. you a
1: weird conspiracy theorist. And I just... don't know. It's not a conspiracy.
0: <laughs> I don't think it's. A cons- it
1: sounds like a conspiracy. <laughs> no, no, no. It's
0: a headcanon sort of thing. All mm. right, I could so I could see because here's the thing, right? If there if the mirror and the mechanism inside the mirror really did anything, mm-hmm. it would have prevented. Trelaine from using his abilities, which it didn't.
1: Yeah, and the whole illusion should have shattered. Like I right. was wondering why at the time, like, well, if that was the source of his power, then why is his house still up? Yeah. Well, I guess maybe not, because he actually changes the matter into something. It isn't strictly an illusion. Right. Because they talk about it being sort of like how <laughs> sort of like how our teleporters work. <laughs> Yes, that's a very rudimentary mm-hmm. way, but like of energy, matter becoming energy and then becoming matter again and being yeah. able to reshape it. So well, I guess it wouldn't necessarily also, make it fall apart. But, 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 but he
0: also, after the mirror breaks, he follows them in the ship with his yeah, planet.
1: his planet, which <laughs> so is so he ridiculous. he still has tons
0: of power. So the mirror obviously wasn't well, that seemed the to source be su- of his powers.
3: Well, yeah, and he you did say there was there was other instrumentation, so I don't know if... Like a like
0: Continuum?
2: Maybe
1: it was his cerebro.
2: Maybe he has another mirror <laughs> in yeah. his house somewhere. Maybe
0: he's an omnipotent some being.
2: Maybe. Yeah, the fact that they could break the mirror and also, like, still be breathing the oxygen and stuff. It's mm. like, okay, it's
1: yeah, all right. So yeah. Mm. This, I this whole just, mirror business.
3: I guess I also just like to think that he's his own distinct thing because, you know, why can't the universe have several tiers of crazy stuff? Super powerful mind We're getting a power. lot of
2: crazy lot omnipotent of, beings. We yeah. We have one in here. We have one in Arena. We have the Thaisians. Yeah. And there's this... We have the Charlie guy in X. Charlie X. Yeah.
3: Like, there's this... I was thinking that, actually, watching these two... are those? These the Telosians. Yes. That's no, a, the Telosians are Oh, that's from menagerie, Tilos. isn't it? Oh,
1: Telos. Yeah, what, what the hell were the... I forget.
3: But yeah, like, the, there is this sort of running theme, and I thought today while watching these, these sort of higher beings, you know, it, it's sort of refreshing, because so much of... You know, a lot of sort of science fiction. Even the will... ones from
2: Shore Leave that create the pleasure yeah. planet. There's yeah. so many of these. There, there's a lot of
3: there's a lot of science fiction where you see like people are sort of some of the biggest boys on the block. But the repeating theme with with this season has largely been encountering beings who are super far ahead of humanity and are just confusing. I mean, a
2: thousand years ahead.
3: Yeah. Oh, got... wait, that's
2: Arena. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead.
3: Still, but even, like, and the First Federation, you know, mm-hmm. has way more advanced technology, mm-hmm. so they're they're a bit ahead of the game.
2: Even if they look
1: like babies. Yes. And yes. mud has got a super drug that makes women really hot, so if that's not...
3: Which can easily be replaced
1: by believing in oneself, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's not a higher power, I don't know what is. Fair hey. enough. But,
3: yeah, so that's why, yes, I'm... Because one thing I sort of find... This, this isn't my argument, but this is something I read somewhere else. Uh, I forget where exactly, but... Someone was saying, wouldn't it be nice if in Episode 8 of Star Wars, you know, and they acknowledged that they're almost certainly going to establish that Rey is related to sort of an already established figure from the franchise, but they were saying that sort of the downside of that is if everyone knows each other, everyone's related to each other, everyone's sort of this... It makes the universe feel smaller, the mm-hmm. fictional universe, if everybody is connected.
2: Yeah, which means anyone who isn't them is terribly unimportant in the universe.
3: Yeah, and well. I feel like this is the same kind of thing where... Because they've even... There's actually another book series that tries to not only... It goes with the idea that, that Trelane is AQ, but then also establishes that almost... Not almost every, but a lot of the weirder, superpowered creatures that are encountered throughout TOS aren't Q themselves, but were pulled into this universe by accident by Q. Hmm. And so, like, they just try to tie so much weirdness into the Q. It's like, no, you, no, you don't need to explain everything. Not everything needs to be connected. Why can't yeah. there be a bunch of crazy shit? It's a big universe full yeah. of weird, weird well, things. Well, I, th- I, think,
0: I think fans in particular... yeah. Love it they when do. stuff is connected. Yeah, you know, I, I I am sure there were many wet seats in the theater when it was revealed that Luke and Leia were brother and sister. You know, like people just love that shit. Wet well,
2: seats.
3: Well, let's be fair. We we're a little excited. Is all. Some wet seats and a lot of people going. Didn't they have deep kissing <laughs> on Hoth? Oh my! I gotta go vomit.
2: It's hilarious. I took a, I took a course in um, modern Deep kissing in, your brother. In, in, no. In, <laughs> okay, in, I forget I forget what era of British lit, but it was a huge trope that whenever like there was like an orphan child or someone, you know, who who didn't have a family, they always ended up making out with their
1: brother. That was, yeah,
3: yeah, I I was going to say, it's sort of a variant on the Dickens trope of orphans are always either secretly related to rich people or eventually adopted by them. (laughs) It's like,
0: I like this Dickens angle, but I
1: want more incest. Mm. (laughs) Yikes. But as yeah, far it, as we know, the so Squire of Gothos has not been deep-kissing his godfather, Q. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although he is potentially
3: inspiring him to be a judge. That's true, yeah, we have the judge. Judge Trelane, which was, I, I did make a note, the, the sort of one of the bigger, sh- I could see the shades of Q there.
0: Yeah, For, for those who aren't yet familiar with Yeah, it's hard to have this discussion because it's it's ages off, but
3: if we didn't have this discussion, people would go, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Right.
0: So just so so everyone knows, Q, when he first appears to Captain Picard, he, not when he very first appears, but uh, in the same episode, he does a mock, trial or tells tells Picard that he's going on trial and that if he figures out the puzzle then he will have passed the trial but then later it turns out that he didn't pass the trial that the trial went on for another 7 years yeah, yeah. so yeah Q, Q is obsessed with being a judge. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Trelane is obsessed with being I think it's the wig.
2: Him. Does he wear the. Oh, does Q wear the wig too? No, no. he wears a cool hat, though. Yeah, okay. he's doing, as long like, as, a, as there's something.
0: He has he's a doing, floating chair. It's awesome.
3: He's doing a judge from a point in time that is the past for Picard, but the future for the real world. Mm. Unlike Trelane, who is the past for both Kirk and us, the viewer.
2: 900 years ago.
3: Yes. Mm. I did think that was an interesting conceit, though, back to the main thrust of the episode that's here. Is that he's observed Earth, but
2: has no idea how it works. He doesn't know how dueling works. He's like, I shoot first in this duel, and they're like, what?
3: Well, that see, that was clever though, because that's obviously like some subtle foreshadowing of the fact that he's a kid. It's like I'm going to make up rules that favor me. Mm-hmm. Which We're going to
2: play Calvin Ball, everyone, and I'm yeah, going to win.
3: Exactly. That's exactly. This is Calvin Ball via Trelane. That's an excellent way to put it. Yeah. But yeah, he. I like the idea that there's sort of some. For all that he's got, all this crazy crazy power, whatever, either mechanical or inbuilt, that certain rules of science somehow still apply. It's like, he can observe Earth in incredibly minute detail, but he's still got to wait for the light to get there. Mm-hmm. Now, how he got the sound, that's anyone's question.
1: Huh. I don't think he did. Did you hear how fucking awful his harpsichord was? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he certainly
1: didn't get the taste of Earth.
3: No. no. Or, or heat, apparently. Yes, no Which, heat. I mean... That one come on guy. I know you've not been to Earth, but surely you've seen fire. Apparently this planet's covered in volcanoes except for the little bit. You've seen things well, blue. I don't
1: know, because he
3: uh, what is he, yeah. Yeah, what is he? I mean what
2: we, is so he? we see his, his, his parents his presumably parents who are just masses of energy or something. They don't need they don't need heat or fire. They can just live in deep space. And like make planets to play on.
0: I wonder what his punishment was.
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Sent to bed without supper. <laughs>
0: mm. yeah i imagine it, it it's,
1: had his planet taken away for a week it's the tre- be back at it in no time yeah
3: it's the trelane equivalent of, of nothing you know i, I feel like it, there was nothing too actually malevolent there we just you know it, it's whatever his species version of being sent to bed without your supper is or yeah but whatever. i mean
0: if they're like a long-lived species it could right. be like ten thousand years in a dark supper <laughs> yeah but again for him that's blink of an eye it's true you know he comes out
3: like Oh, I'm gonna mess with Kerr. Cur- oh, he is long dead. Oh, that galaxy's dust now. <laughs> well, gotta find something else to do. That was just, that's just how fucking prosaic the parents were at the end. I mean, well, yeah, the, they, they the they voices, looked... the dialogue. Yeah, they I made mean, it on pretty thick. They they, did. they
2: didn't hip hoop, hip hip, hurrah and tally ho.
3: Which is a shame.
2: Mm. I did love that.
3: That was yeah the text message, <laughs> basically
2: in like weird calligraphy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how he knows oh. how to communicate.
3: Yep. He invented texting. He just didn't invent, you know, aerial font. And at
1: least it wasn't out. a dick pic. <laughs>
3: mm.
1: I don't think he would be aware of dicks. I'm certain if he's no, been I like know. if
2: he's seen the the Earth in the past that oh, there, there are been. always plentiful dicks.
3: Yes, yeah, so much fucking. So many dicks. Uh, did, oh, did anyone notice when the uh, when when McCoy and Landing Party first enter the Manor? There's a salt vampire. I did. Yeah. Yeah. McCoy
2: hit, got a good look at it, and, and I was really hoping that he would look at it more and, and then, like, like kiss it.
3: <laughs> <Nancy>. <laughs> <laughs> but of the th- of the three of them, though, he did react more strongly. Like, yeah, the other two looked at him like, what the fuck? He actually jumped a little. Mm. It's like, I don't know if that was just a coincidence of, of DeForest Kelly maybe, you know, being a slightly better actor. Like, let's okay. give him a reaction that people can see. Did
2: he react when when Trelane blew it up? I didn't notice. I don't
3: know I don't if they like cut to him. Yeah. They, okay. Because so. they immediately cut back to Trelane, like, be like, ooh, and shooting other crap that he owned.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a second alien species. Yeah, I think, I think shot. it was
2: the same bird monster from Menagerie. Oh, Menagerie? At all. I was wondering,
1: because yeah, I couldn't place it, so I'm... You only got a the briefest the, the yeah. glimpse. You only saw it when he was shooting it, basically. Yeah, with the, the Salt Vampire, vampire. you got a,
0: a decent look at. Yeah, and, you know, I got the sense that they just wanted to decorate the house with stuff that they had in storage. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm. yeah. But intentionally or not, I do enjoy that that you got a slightly bigger reaction to it from McCoy. mm well it's you appropriate actually,
1: you only think you did because of the fabulous cat eye they had on him in this episode <laughs> yeah, we'll there were a bit. couple of close ups on him where you could see that he had this like beautiful winged liner and i was like whoa someone went a little ape shit on doc's eyes this week but i appreciated it because
2: maybe he had a transporter accident like
1: in the enemy within <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's actually
1: that's the... evil that's evil doc <laughs> he's a fabulous winged liner yeah
0: no I don't know I liked uh, I actually did like Trelane as a as a character as an interesting yeah he's fun oh what about he had some interesting comments on Uhura oh, oh, goodness. God, <laughs> awesome. oh goodness oh goodness oh, I wrote them down oh
2: I wrote one down too she he
1: gives her such a, a
2: good face a too a
1: Nubian prize Wow. Uh taken on a raid of conquest Ooh. and he also likened her to a queen of sheba.
2: Oh, honey. Oh, and the... then and then she like played music for him for a while afterwards. And was she... and was delighted by it for Yeah,
3: she life. was so cool with like that basically she had a matrix moment. You know, but instead of I know kung fu, it's I can play harpsichord. And they're like you did get the impression he wasn't forcing it, he just gave her the ability, and she was running with it.
1: <laughs> well, and my... we, kn- we know that she's a music enthusiast. That's
3: true. My question is, I wonder if, like, you know, weeks later, could she still play the harpsichord? Did he forget to switch that off? Why do you keep mm. saying it that way? What? Say it again. Harpsichord.
1: It's a harpsichord. Harpsichord. <laughs> is it <a> harpsichord? <laughs> it's not harpsichord, Chuck. Sure <laughs> Trebek. It's, it's harpsichord. Really?
3: I've been mispronouncing harpsichord my whole
1: life. <laughs> well, keep on. Well, Shine a, on, you crazy fair, diamond. It is
3: not an instrument one talks about much in this 21st century. It's, it's a, a hop We invented the piano at some point and retired to that piece of garbage, <gasps> plinky-ass oodly-doo. It's
1: actually really nice in the right hands. It's just we didn't have the right hands in oh. any of this episode, ever. <laughs> well, I mean, you
2: could also tell that I don't think uh, the actor playing Trillane... Uh, William Campbell was actually like using his hands in the right way to make it No, game. not at all
0: no at they all. made no effort to make it. At, at least
2: when her horror was playing they didn't really show yeah. her they only showed her from like the hang they up. showed her juking
1: and jiving though a little bit well, you like didn't kind see of what she was really back and doing. forth like do 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 do, do getting into it <laughs> so you
3: know, like, I liked it I'd assume you may have looked this up Ames which uh, thing? Was the Yeoman originally supposed to be Rand? Oh,
2: I did, I did not see that. Because
3: we were watching and went, Hello, I can
2: only me. assume. Yeah, I
3: said, Hello Yeoman was supposed to be Rand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's she, why.
1: Good. She did love her new shiny dress, though. Yeah, well, and that True. dress is exactly why we had to listen to that same shitty harpsichord song over and over again. I said this during, while we were watching it, I was like, you know, we probably could have got a second or third harpsichord song if they hadn't spent the entire budget on her dress. <laughs> right.
0: Ah. Uh... Yeah, it was a cool dress. Yeah, it well, was she seemed nice. happy to have it. The hair was good,
1: and that's something, I
3: wonder if she still had that. You know, one day she's unpacking, she's like, "Oh, I forgot about that mission."
2: <laughs> yeah, but now she's
1: missing one glove. <laughs>
3: yeah, her <laughs> one asshole smacked Drelane with.
1: Didn't he then slap him in the face a couple times later? That on, was later, mom, like, yeah. But actually, with his hand, <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> trying to provoke him towards. They were the really
1: end. good Foley effects on this episode. <laughs> <Pow>! <laughs> And then and then Boing. and then all the
2: slide whistles and stuff when the mirror breaks.
1: That's <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> <laughs> like a fucking episode of Scooby Doo. That I is, I, is the note said. I made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really Scooby-Doo sound
3: did. effects. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a
3: shame that they never did. Uh, you know, in the seventies the when they were doing those Scooby Doo meets celebrities thing, that they didn't do like Scooby Doo meets the cast of Star Trek. Because inevitably someone went dressing as a Klingon or something,
1: mm-hmm.
3: trying to spook people. It's like oh, we literally know this isn't real though. It's from our show. Why is it frightening people? <laughs> Mm. Scooby Doo.
2: Can we talk about the manhunt at the end?
1: <laughs> the most dangerous game Which is a
2: good short story. Yeah, it's an alright short story. Yeah. I remember oh my god. Speaking of the most dangerous game, which is a, a short story about hunting man. I read I read that in college for a class and the end of it so it's a it's a man who washes a short of an on an island like run by this crazy guy who just whenever people wash ashore on his island he hunts them and if you if you survive for three days he'll let you live but no one has ever survived for three days so this guy washes ashore and he's being hunted and he jumps off <coughs> a cliff to to like fake his own suicide and then shows up in in the island owner's house and says the game's not over yet we have to continue to fight uh, after the guy you, like, said, oh, you've won, you've won, no, it's not over yet. And then the end of the story is, and that night I slept, I slept in the bed that was the most comfortable sleep I've ever had, or something along those lines. And the, all the English major bells go off, and it's like, did he kill the crazy island owner guy, or did he die and is the most restful sleep he ever got, death? And I bring this up in my class, and my teacher's like, "No, he killed the guy.
1: You're wrong." And I'm like, "Fuck you, teacher." There's no right
3: answer. It's with...
1: a book. If you can think it, it's right. <laughs> Why like, does he have to be dead? Why couldn't they have just made passionate love and then fallen together in each other's arms and <gasps> oh, fallen that's asleep? That's an even better one. Yeah. But,
3: but seriously, there, there is unless unless the text specifically contradicts you. There's there's no you know there, you can't say that an interpretation is inherently wrong. yes yeah. I had stupid. even
2: I had even looked it up when I had that. that that English major moment. I looked it up, and a lot of people on the internet said that you know it had it had an ambiguous ending, and and said it could have been either one. So I, I mean, bring this up in class, and the teacher's like, "Nope."
3: I'll admit I I didn't think that when I first encountered it, only because I like the idea that he got his revenge. But that's mm-hmm. because
1: I'm a tiny brain human. But that's well, the next episode. There was no ambiguity in this manhunt. Kirk snapped his sword. I was going to say that maybe
0: by the end of the episode, Trelane had replaced Kirk as captain of the Enterprise. And now, (gasps) going forward, Captain Kirk... Captain Kirk is actually being punished by Trelane's parents. And (laughs) Trelane is captain of the Enterprise from now until forever.
3: So now, so far, that's a better tinfoil. Based hat. on two weird conspiracy that theories,
1: tinfoil hat fits just right. <laughs> I've said
3: Doc potentially actually is dead and has been replaced by a plant doppelganger. Kirk is possibly Trelane. Do you think by the end of the series we'll have replaced all the cast with some sort of weird duplicate or impersonator?
0: Mm. One can hope. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Speaking of a tinfoil, yeah, Kirk did bust that sword pretty, pretty easily. <laughs> it snapped like wood. Because it probably was. That, pun. <laughs> that was
1: good, Jake. I appreciated that. It was. I think it was
0: a saber, though.
1: Possibly. Yeah, it wasn't a foil, but that's fine. I'm willing to. Oh, allow it.
0: that's the.
3: Jo- oh, okay. I was like, what pun? Mm. <laughs> I'm
0: stupid.
1: No, it just wasn't. Like, I mean, It I don't was know. A great pun. It was a good. Yeah, okay, fine. It was, it was a great. No, I'm just very. It slow was on great, the but you're that not was dumb. good. Well, anyway, it was uh, just that deep. Gonna, I I had noticed
3: earlier, actually, though, with the the initial thing where Kirk is doing his little captain's log about their. Upcoming duel, the the, the pistol duel. And you he it as? He's resorting to the um, the field of honor game, as though this is a very common tactic Starfleet captains use. Like, yes. Here we'll do. We'll get into a duel. What? <laughs> no, really. This this is like second year academy shit. Wait, what?
2: Well, no, that was just so he could get the gun, right? Just so he could have a gun, so he could have something to shoot the mirror with.
3: I guess. Why so? did
2: he have to do the whole build up of? No, you can't dance with the yeoman. You can't dance with Ross or he, whatever her name is. He needed. needed to slap
1: him with a glove. Yeah,
3: he had to build up He had,
1: to, he up. He to, had to get that
0: glove. So it was just
2: to get the glove. And the glove is so he can get the gun. And the gun is so. Uh. Well, he this, good is, this is a reason to challenge.
3: It's, it's like Monkey Island or any of those 90s point and click adventures. The, the logic doesn't always follow, but you get there in the end.
2: He could have just thrown anything at the mirror. Yes,
3: literally. He could anything. have, could have He could have picked up Trillane and been like, "Woo!"
1: Yeah, it <laughs> have been great. Yeah, but he would have <laughs> boinged before he hit the window. I'm sure. <laughs> Slide. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> now I was watching like
2: during the duel when he's got the gun in hand now, and I'm just like, just shoot the mirror. Don't deal with you know who's gonna shoot first. Who's gonna do any like like what is Trelane gonna do? Just shoot
3: the mirror. The <laughs> gun in my room. <laughs> I can go get it. We can shoot him together. He's lucky Trelane decided to, to shoot the ceiling. Well Too.
1: He pulled an Alexander Hamilton, didn't he? Hmm? Pistols based on the set that slew Alexander Hamilton. And what did he do? He shot his pistol into the sky.
3: True. I wonder. Would would had Kirk wanted to kill him? Could he actually have with the gun? I'm going to
0: guess that Trelane wouldn't have given him that opportunity. You yeah, know, he seemed too calm. Yeah.
3: Although there is a question of what emotions he can actually experience. Anger. Because, well, the thing is, he's very delighted. He's like, I was actually angry. And he was really excited. It's like, so wait, what? you either have no emotional palette or an extremely limited one. Like, what's going... I feel like that was an angle that was mentioned briefly, and I kind of wish it had been explored more, is like, so part of this whole experiment that's is potentially about experiencing
1: feelings you don't normally have, which... That's why he wanted to have the women come on board. Mm.
3: And he's, he's very fascinated, clearly, by, you know, martial things. He, he designs himself, presents himself as a retired general. He wants to talk about warfare. its It's a real obsession of his, which, again, sort of... Goes back to the whole child thing. I feel like children are obsessed Mm -hmm. with sort of fighting and warfare and playing soldier and so on. Yeah, yeah,
2: Apparently the writer of this episode originally wrote it as an anti-war statement after (laughs) watching kids playing, you know, little childish war games. Well, there we go. And that's probably why Trillane's also a child. Yeah, yeah. Apparently in one of the fight scenes, uh, the guy who played Trillane, I wrote it down already, William Campbell... Dislocated his shoulder oh. in the middle of one of the fight scenes, but automatically, like in just reflex, popped it back in. <laughs>
1: oh. Okay, Hopefully we got a badass over okay. here. Is that why they later cast him as Captain Koloth? It was because they were like, "Yep, that was that was pretty clingy." Because
0: he's a badass. Because he's a mm, badass. Can see that. Yeah.
3: Along those lines, what was it? There was a great sort of badass moment from Spock
0: was, it? I, was it, it, down.
3: it? I think it's like his and Trelane's first. Oh, exchange. when he was like kind of
1: threatening him. He was saying like, "Oh, are your people warlike
0: or whatever?" Oh yeah, and he's like, "And Spock's not know,
3: generally, okay. but there've been exceptions or times." Or so. he, he says so, the way he delivers it, it's
0: it's like I'm gonna fuck your shit up. Trelane. Yeah, it's very <laughs> cold. It's
3: like we're not by nature warlike, but I know how to destroy you if I need. To. Well, it was so one something. of
1: those. It was one of those lines where I was just like, "And Spock should be inserting the word." bitch at the end of it <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah no i i loved this episode and i love the squire of gothos and mm. i loved his pretty face and his like perfect teeth he had perfect teeth guys i love his
0: coat he had a great coat, great was coat. A nice coat. later he had, had a nice a nice cape oh, and a, a nice cape. cane yeah he was very fancy he was a dapper gentleman he was yeah, you he guys was. said
2: i think last week you said you think you thought i would hate this episode but i did not i, I well, it is I kind of a it. lot it was
1: kind of a lot of fun for you you never know.
2: I didn't see I didn't. I don't focus on the fun part. I focus on the other parts.
0: Now we all seem to, we seem to generally have a consensus that this was a good episode.
2: It was at least a, I. I China is a good character. Yeah, and, and it was the a, good, episode, a good. I think
0: topic. the episode as a whole was a better one.
1: Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. I, I mean, it, the manhunt part was kind of foolish because it wasn't. Like, I wasn't really clear on why Kirk couldn't get in touch with the Enterprise. Like, why weren't they taking his calls? Like, w- I'm
0: guessing Trelane had set up yeah. some sort of a uh, maybe. field to prevent But then that.
1: he, like, didn't really play the game. Like, he never really ran and hid. You know what I mean? Like, he kind of set up this The Most Dangerous game scenario, but then, like, yeah. didn't make it very far because he was too busy. Was Kirk having failed cell phone calls? Was Kirk expecting <laughs> to sacrifice himself? That was... was
3: unclear to me.
1: Yeah, because
2: it's like, I'm going to go become you know, the the hunty, and, and let Trelane hunt me down. I'm going to tell the Enterprise to leave, um, which they probably would have anyway, because I, I think he said, give me an hour or something. Yeah. Like, what was he expecting that would actually happen? Like, yeah, well, he
1: certainly couldn't have expected that the parents were going to show up and be like,
2: Trelane, you
1: naughty boy.
2: I did, like, all the reaction shots of, of Kirk during during that whole bit. But... I, I,
0: I mean, knowing Kirk and, and the way he sort of deals with situations, my guess is... His plan was just to create a situation that would allow the Enterprise to escape, but not necessarily. I'm go, I you know, I'm sacrificing myself. Sort of like, okay, this situation, this you know, creating this this wager with um, Trelane is going to allow the Enterprise to escape, and then we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: he knows he's got Spock up there. And yeah, he, they would have figured out a way. And his, his
3: his 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 to use a pencil and paper RPG terms, his bluff stat check is just phenomenal. Mm. He, he really just, like, he lays it on and, boy, it's a good thing either Trelane is stupid or he's just that good. Well, <laughs> he's, a yeah, he's a kid. True. We do, yeah, that's true. That is
0: true. And, and also, kid. you know, it's, it's interesting how Trelane, even even when Trelane agrees to the, the hunting, he doesn't play by the rules. He doesn't play by his own rules. No. Um, it's Calvin Ball. Yeah. With humans. I mean, he, he literally traps Kirk at the end. Yeah. You know, in, in a cage, more or less. Cubicle. Yes. And, <laughs> and now Kirk...
3: A desk job. Ha <laughs> You'll fear that later. It's
0: data entry for eternity. Yes. And there's no, and the R key on your keyboard doesn't work.
1: No, bring back the noose. <laughs> bring it back.
0: Yeah, the the noose that floats My over God. to Kirk. Oh. <laughs> what are you? I, like, I said it was like some kind of like horrible crane game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was half expecting it to continue on and yeah. wrap, wrap itself around his neck. It net. looked yeah, like it I was supposed so to, but then it was just like, never mind. This isn't very sporting. They, they couldn't get the, the effect to work reliably with it. Really There's somebody that. up in the, in the rafters.
1: God damn, goes, it wants me to put in another fucking quarter. Son <laughs> of a bitch. More to the left. More to the... God damn, you're fucking missing again.
0: Ugh. So shall we switch gears now to... The uh, next of the two episodes yeah. probably should. Yeah, <laughs> arena. Uh, this now this, this is an interesting episode because it's 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 a classic in mm-hmm. the sense that you know it's one of the episodes that many people who don't aren't familiar with Star Trek know about because everyone of has the Gorn. seen yeah
2: everyone has seen the Gorn in some way shape or form even if it's just that meme of him getting hit with a
1: rock yeah
0: yeah, yeah. and it's you know there it's a it's a parodied ad nauseum. Mm-hmm let well, got well, that's it's, the one with Kirk's rock, right? Yes.
1: Well, and it's because of that like almost cult classic status that this episode was such a fucking letdown. This episode is awful. This it's is super the worst episode yet, I think, honestly. Oh, I don't know. I see I Mary, I know, but
2: I mean, the whole battle with the Gorn was tiresome and everything, but Ugh. the Metron, Metron are totally cool. Or
1: Metron, Metron. Depending. Well, they're
0: totally cool until you see them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this and is And they're true. so then they're fabulous.
1: <laughs> I was like, wow, what a pretty boy! <laughs> <laughs> He's so shiny. Yeah, that was a funny part. Like
3: the Metron referred to itself as the Metron. The rest of the cast referred to them as Metron. So it was like, okay, clearly they had the voiceover recorded either before or afterwards, and someone fucked up the memo. So I kind of wonder what it was supposed to have been the, ti- the
0: timekeeper kept referring to them as the metronomes
2: get out
1: uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and this is Jake's last episode with us, everyone.
1: oh God no
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I think that happens there that seems to happen a lot on this show, you know even with with J- Jaeger Jager, and Jaeger. You know? true and there have been other times when when I've been like and it's and it often seems like it's McCoy. Mm. That doesn't get the memo or just doesn't give enough of a shit to say it. He's just right. been
1: drinking bourbon since four in the morning. Right. And he's like, I, think, I don't give a at fuck. At first, I was willing to write it off as
3: just Shatner being Shatner, you know, Sabotage. Sabotage. <laughs> because at first it was like Metron, Metron, Metron. And then he said Metrone. And I was like, all right, Shatner. But then Nimoy calls them the Metrones as well. And that's when I started to think maybe there would actually been a miscommunication with the person who recorded the voiceover for the Metron, you know, rave in the screen sequences. Mm, maybe. You know, like, it, if it was just Shatner or just one actor, it would be one thing, but he had several actors doing it. Was like, Shatner well, probably
1: bullied Nimoy into it, like...
3: <laughs> they, they, they had a bet. like, hey, hey, Bill, yeah, yeah,
0: we're the only ones
3: that say Metron. Mm. Let's say Mitron, see if anyone notices. <laughs>
0: that actually, I, I believe that. Now, let's start at the beginning, right? Because this episode not only is it really terrible in the in the, in the special effects department, oh in the in the, the so but boring. But let's talk about the opening and the setup because it opens with the Enterprise being. Lured to a remote Starfleet Cestus Three. 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 I choose to say Cestus. You know, by the Commodore who who commands the place, and they arrive. And who
1: has a fantastic personal chef, by the way? Fantastic. I don't know if you recall this, but at the beginning, for like the first three minutes, they're like, "I can't wait to see what he's gonna feed us. He's got great food." Well, it's
0: because they've had reconstituted food. I know, but
1: like just like the the personal chef, I was like, "Really, guys?" or, or whatever freaking Trelane cooked
2: them Which was just hay And bad yeah. water Tasted like
0: So yeah. So they get there And the entire Colony is destroyed mm-hmm. And there's one survivor Who I guess Was he the Commodore Or was he just a guy I, He's just something he's, 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 he's a lieutenant was a lieutenant they yeah, but they he right. Right. So it's not okay. So it's just a guy um, and who, wh-
3: who McCoy is like When he's right there Wide awake He's got like a half hour To live Jim
0: Jesus doc. Dog and then they um, well he was in shock so and then, they, and then they and then the shelling continues yeah so here's where I here's where it loses me right because this is oh.
2: early that it lost you well yeah well ultimately really bad. well ultimately <laughs>
0: it becomes clear that the 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 people that attacked the outpost were the Gorn yeah and the reason they attacked the outpost is because the it or the colony rather was because it was inside of their space. their space even so, though
2: even though we don't know who they are
0: even though we don't know who they are why then did they have to trick the enterprise to come that's what i was wondering like, why did they go into that trouble
3: what is your game like i get destroying the colony i mean it's sort of a okay let's 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 be start like guys phone call first like hey so
2: this is my haskers yeah
3: like i mean they are kind of dicks for resorting immediately to super violence but also, like that was a big old solid-looking fort. That is not a thing you build overnight. So they like stood there for probably a while, watching this shit get built. First.
1: Well, maybe it's like one of that's on the outer perimeter of their space. They didn't notice for a while. No, I know. And
3: I know there are there are reasons they might it's not possible, notice. It's possible,
0: but I just don't get like why. Why, Lord the Enterprise? Yeah, like, it's not a like fake message. From the Commodore. Yeah, like, if, yeah. if you
3: want to be like, look what we did to your shit, okay, but don't then continue shelling. there waiting to attack. If you want someone to send back a message, this shit got fucked up, like, what do you think they're going to send their entire fleet? Like, what was that their goal? Maybe they would gradually lure the entire fleet and pick them off one by I mean, one. It seems,
0: well, it, it like seems like you could just be like, we are the Gorn, you're... Colony was destroyed because he was in our space. Yeah. Don't do it again. Yeah. And like, that would have been sufficient. That's not a very, very good episode, Gorn, <laughs> Gorn
3: logic eludes me completely. Because I had the same thought towards the end. Like, what was their long-term goal here?
0: Who knows? It was it was dumb.
3: Also, what they really don't have better weapons than mortars by the 23rd or 27th well, apparently, century, like, whatever the, it is. the
0: mortars that, that Kirk used are like... Fucking true! Incredibly powerful. Like so can, Those little blue balls. Yeah, they can one of, one of them can destroy a whole hillside or some nonsense.
3: Well, it's been a while since they went off. You know, a lot of pent up energy. First, right. uh, is this
0: the first appearance of photon torpedoes? I made that note. I think it might be. Yeah, yeah. They fire photon torpedoes. It does nothing. Yeah, yeah no, completely useless. Fire all the photon torpedoes! Pew!
1: Pew! Fired them all, Captain. <laughs> all decks. <laughs> actual... Well, that's that, that's all. That's all
3: tubes firing. Not say every.
1: I mean, but it wasn't very impressive, was it? No, no God,
3: no. little. No. I mean, I don't know. You. I, I don't know. Oh, no, that's right. You guys Netflix. were watching the
1: enhanced ones. We were watching the not enhanced. Oh, ones. They were
3: just oh, little red blobs.
0: That's basically what it was. No. Yeah. They also even on the remastered one, they didn't never really showed the Gorn ship other oh, than funny. from very far away. Yeah, mm. that's right. I don't even think we got it very far away of the Gorn ship. So really? when they were
2: like stuck in park.
3: Yeah. No, they only showed the Enterprise stuck in. Oh, car, really. I think. Huh. Or I may have been looking away to make a note if they ever showed it.
2: They had it a couple of times. So yeah.
0: So the Gorn ship then goes into high warp <laughs> elsewhere, and Kirk uncharacteristically is like hell bent on revenge. Oh my god, he wants vengeance so badly, and is like, they killed that really. Take us to warp eight, <gasps> sir. Yes, sir.
1: Everyone like <laughs> jaw dropped as a double take. Oh, warp what? eight,
0: holy. holy f-
1: fuck it's because they know that they're
0: only two warps away from time travel that's they're only two warps away from lizard monsters <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I fucking! well
1: you know why out. this time it was personal they killed that personal chef they had to they, they were really gonna have wanted re- that wanted dinner. some fucking revenge for the dinner they never got i mean oh. what
2: what would have been the bad thing that would have happened if the gorn had gotten home they would have continued existing they would have come back?
3: What would, what would they even have done? There was this weird thing Spock's oh. or Kirk. Someone said about, like... For some reason, they thought if they're in dar- the dark about what they can do, that would frighten them, which doesn't make sense.
2: Oh, right. There was a moment where they thought it was just going to be a full-out alien
1: invasion. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, actually, I
3: guess Kirk's logic makes about as much sense as the Gorns in this episode. Yeah. It,
1: it, 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 no, but, like, killing them after they wipe out the... Camp kind of makes sense because that then, does, yes, then they'll never uh, know if they were successful in theory and. I guess yeah, it's, it's it still, shows that they're more powerful and like maybe they shouldn't fight us again. They might
3: not have been. It seems like the the Gorn could more oh, comfortably no. get to warp seven than them. Certainly,
0: totally. I just mean um. that was probably the theory. Yeah, so they do this this chase, which I think went on entirely too long. It was a very yeah. long very chase. Very long chase. And
2: considering, like, you know, how fast they're going, they're going past all these... St- oh, yeah, they're... Past, yeah, past all these they're, like, stars.
0: We're almost there, and then it shows the screen. I don't know if they did this in the other one, but they're like, there's stars whipping past. Yeah. Know, like, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, there's a, there's a solar system ahead. There's solar systems fucking everywhere. You guys are passing dozens of them per second. Yeah.
3: I mean, that was sort of... That was... The whole episode, it just felt like it was a good... Idea, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough to make a full episode. So every sequence was longer than it needed. Like the whole opening sequence, getting shelled and shelling back at the base was way longer. There were
2: lots of somersaults
1: in the dirt. In the dirt, though,
3: Shatz was good.
2: Those
1: are and that, good that looked to
3: really be him because, like Caitlin said, there, there was no cut that you know yeah, there, there I,
1: was one there was at least one where he did a really good thing and he like kind of landed on his feet and yeah, like built himself really back job. up i was really impressed by it yeah. Nimoy's,
3: by comparison were a little lackluster no yeah, he was he, he was like good.
1: Matt Dillon in the outsiders it was just not but like yeah good so good. that
3: sequence was like 5 minutes longer than it needed to be the chase was like 5 minutes longer than it needed to be and the contest on the planet was about 15 minutes longer <laughs> yeah. than it needed like this would have oh. been a good half hour of television it was not a good 50 minutes sure. of television.
0: And, the, and you know they so they chase down so they chase down the gorn and then they hit the the intergalactic equivalent of a road spike um, <laughs> set you know set by the um, by the by the metronomes <laughs> and so they you know so they they hit they hit the, the stop sticks and stop sticks and the metronomes tell them you will you you will have the captain of the Gorn's ship and the captain of your ship will have to fight to the death. Because we're so civilized and advanced. And then whoever wins, we're going to blow up the other guy's ship. Just going to get rid of the, That'll be in, in the interest of peace. I had the same thought. Like, it's like, fuck you, dude. If it's single combat, that's it. Yeah, like, at first you're like,
3: yeah, single combat, sure. But then the whole... And plus, frankly, when he started describing the contest... Oh, this against that... Like, no, no, you're just enjoying this. This yeah. was like... This was that fucking Lex Luthor fucking speech from the shitty Batman vs. Superman movie. That's literally what I ended up thinking of. Because mm. he's like, no, no, you are too excited about this, Metrone. Like, you are not more civilized. You're just bored. I don't know what you look like yet. So right now... uh,
2: I did like when there were just colors on the screen. Yeah, no, that was
3: much better when they were just a rave. I was like, I wrote a note, you know, Metrons throw a bitch and rave.
0: Sweet. (laughs) Yeah, and then the whole conceit of we... you'll be unarmed, but we will leave you all the ingredients to make gunpowder. Which, you know, what if, right? Because this seemed like bullshit to me. What if
3: the Gorn... Had never had gunpowder as humanity knows. You know, maybe they made something akin to
0: gunpowder, but through completely different <laughs> chemical mm-hmm. means. The, the Gorn, all they had were knives. Yeah, that, that's the only weapon the Gorn had. Well, I no, mean, yeah,
2: the, got... the Gorn made that great trap too, though. Yeah.
0: That trap was pretty it, sweet. Yeah, it's true. It's they, 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 I'll drop these styrofoam rocks on the guy, and that'll fuck him up majorly. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and it did. I mean, oh no, wait, you got to say what you said. I don't remember what I said. When Shatner had to like sit there and look like he was afraid of the Gorn, and I
1: just don't. I honestly aww. don't remember what did
3: I say. He said, "Oh God, this is beyond me, guys. I can't pretend to be afraid of you. I can pretend to be an actor, but this is this is a step <laughs> yeah. too far." It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. no, the, the, Hold on, Caitlin. The, <laughs> Thanks. The um, I mean, yeah, let not to say the Gorn never had never had gunpowder or some equivalent, but maybe all of their bullets were chemically driven. You know, they don't know. They they and it's a good thing though, by the way, that apparently. Elementary chemistry in the 23rd century is still teaching kids how to make gunpowder.
2: Oh, they have to taste it first, though. Yeah. Did you notice that the white powder is Kirk-like? Licks it. Ooh. Oh, I didn't know. Uh-huh.
0: Well, he does, which kind of makes sense. It does because exactly. it looked delicious. Because, well, here's the thing: I thought was ridiculous <laughs> is that you know they're watch Spock, they're watching it on TV, and Spock's like, "Yep, that's saltpeter," or uh, "He pota- that's potassium nitrate." And, see, I like you could tell that from watching TV. Just what it, it look? It could be freaking baking soda.
3: I made the same note that they were somehow identifying things just by looking at them. Yeah. I was like, wait a goddamn minute! You had the good thing though about the sulfur.
0: Oh.
1: It's like, ah, uh, gotta be able to make some Kraft mac and cheese here.
0: <laughs> I'll kill
3: him by giving him bad cholesterol. It'll take a while,
0: but it'll be worth it. Well, let's 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 just go back a little bit to sure. the introduction of when we when we meet the Gorn. Oh, the Gorn! The fucking rubber alligator
1: costume. <laughs> it sounds like
0: like wow. what a kid wow. thinks a motorcycle wow. sounds like. Wow.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I liked the eyes. The eyes were kind of. It reminded me of... Uh, as long as he didn't look
0: too close name? and mm, see where the eye was. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, not the
2: aluminum foil eyes. It made me think of the aluminum oh. foil Gar- Yeah. Gary I
0: noticed, and Gary this, this one, I'm sure was just part of the remastered version, but in the remastered version, he blinks. I didn't what? even notice. They, they, him, they, 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 they had him digitally... <laughs> oh, my like, God, God, that
3: sounds awful. I need to go back and watch it. That was not in hours. Yeah,
0: no, they, it was clearly that they were like, you know, this thing is so lame-looking, let's <laughs> make it... Let's make it blink to make it look a little more alive. Let's make it look worse. But of course, the mouth still moves like. Uh, 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 <laughs> oh my god,
1: digital blinks!
0: At first, oh. when they first introduced it, was like, wait a minute, because he was making noise, but his mouth wasn't moving at first. And I was like, oh, do d- d- they didn't no have articulation? No- yeah, yeah, no his articulation Jake, of his mouth. That
2: was him passing gas.
0: <laughs> <It's trash>. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone keeps their mouth in the same place. Oh. <laughs>
3: Well, there was actually, there's there a moment in the episode, too, where Shatner's doing some monologuing. And I don't know what he originally said, but they decided to change the line. And the problem is, the line they dubbed over
2: oh, I noticed was, a was moment.
3: way longer than whatever he'd actually said in the episode and even remotely looked like what he said. So there's a moment where Shatner's just sitting there with his mouth shut Talking, but it's yeah. not like well, in. Well, there's captain's a like the, captain's voice. They didn't
1: want the Gorn to feel left out that his mouth wasn't moving. <laughs> they wanted
0: to, you know. Back at the um, at the at the colony, there was a great moment where they overdubbed, a, you know, a Shatner. They did a Shatner voiceover over a Spock walk and talk. Huh? So they got there's this point where Spock's talking, and he's having like a full sentence, and they just completely cut it out. And had Shatner do, like, a, a captain's log over it. Jesus. And I was just like, oh, I wonder what I wonder what well, actually, was saying.
3: And actually, in this one, too, they had a moment where they had Kirk's captain's log going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've done that before. Like, they'll have that going while they show the bridge. But they didn't delete the bridge audio. <laughs> so there's a minute where you hear the captain's log, but if you listen, you can hear Shatner delivering a line under it. It's like, what the f- Fuck this episode! Was yep. everyone asleep at the wheel in the audio? Edit- well, I
2: think I think Shatner also wasn't paying attention to the Metron when the Metron tells him we're going to give you a translation device, and then he acts like it's just a tape recorder. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, he did also say it was a recorder, though. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah, okay, the whole part of the point was that device. so that uh,
0: a record of this event may dissuade others or some can, fucking pompous. I can gag- imagine the right? Metrons watching it from afar being like. Why haven't they used the lightsabers we gave them? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Well, that's the
3: other thing. Is I'm pretty sure the Metron does say, like, though, that the ingredients for weapons would be there. And yeah. Kirk, you like, are these weapons they promised? Like, they, they said you had to put them together,
0: you lazy fuck.
2: It's Ikea planet. Jeez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I noticed so- all they've given us are the exact ingredients for gunpowder, and and a
3: suspiciously large piece of bamboo.
0: Much yeah. <laughs> larger than any uh, other this, piece there. This cannon-shaped piece of bamboo. Well, I was and- glad that they
1: finally used the bamboo, because fucking Kirk kept playing with bamboo, <laughs> like... That was like the it, sixth piece of bamboo stuff. that he finally fucking... I, I like, just hate this bamboo! I was like, why do you keep grabbing bamboo? It's weak and hollow, and it's <laughs> structurally unsound. Why are you doing this?
0: I um, also,
3: I'd love to know how he plugged up the bottom of his no, bamboo. No, you don't
0: want to know. I love <gasps> after he fired it, and like the end is all like, flip. it's like oh, a cartoon like, gun. Like a fucking looney tunes. <laughs> like so they put like their this. finger in a barrel. Boom! <laughs> 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 <So this, laughs>
3: This was back on the colony, but another thing—just talking about weaponry. When, when the, uh, when the Gorn somehow caused uh, the tricorder to self-destruct, I just went, "Oh, tricorder by Samsung." <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: How do they yeah, they locked on the <coughs> they, they,
1: they were very clever. They used his scanning and a And yet, and something yet they assume they're something, something, dumb. Something. Yeah. Well, well it's because they look like that and yeah. don't speak Because they haven't invented pants. There was
2: a there was a, a reference that Kirk says, like, oh, like all humans I feel I feel repulsed by lizards. News to me.
1: <laughs> reptiles, reptiles. Reptiles,
2: okay. Yeah,
3: news to me though because I've known plenty of people, I mean, yeah, I've never been keen on them but I know plenty of people that own lizards and snakes
1: and shit. There shoot, is something
0: know. disconcerting about them. Especially about that one. That, Ooh, that one is
1: just horrible. Yeah, if I, if I saw a fucking gecko with disco ball eyes and like fucking, I don't know, 80s Barbie Amazonia wear. <laughs> And who moved and sounded like that. Uh, 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 the swipes.
3: Uh, uh, it's like, Kirk, you can win this battle by just walking <laughs> ahead of it at a decent yeah, clip. Yeah, it'll it'll wind itself. Case. Yeah. It'll give itself a heart attack trying to keep up
2: with so you. So
1: bad. <laughs> but in the end, mercy was the road the route to yeah. righteousness.
2: It is the advanced trait of mercy. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's, it's, um...
2: Really, it's being a pansy. It's trying pre- <laughs> it's, it's <whoa>. <laughs> 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 <Ooh>. Sorry.
1: Controversial. <laughs>
3: Should have killed the ugly bastard.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: I like how, like, um, <coughs> he was going to kill him with his own knife, mm. and he did, and then when he pulled the knife off, it had this a little bit, bit of blood. Yeah. That. that
3: was a nice detail. I
0: like, wasn't he sure did start.
1: He popped a pimple. Well, I was gonna warm. say I wasn't sure if that was supposed to in- imply that he had stabbed him because you could see that there was like the, the like on that close up the Gorn had wounds elsewhere. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if he had actually stabbed him, started to stab him, or if it was just a byproduct of there already being wounds.
0: But I thought I thought Kirk would be like, you know, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just going to let you bleed out. <laughs> oh. That's what he was going to say to the next uh, Knife would be too quick for this jerk. <laughs> oh, you've chosen to be merciful. Well done. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. yeah. Totally. totally what it was. Uh, it not, has nothing to do with the fact that he denied me that hot meal. Aww. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 that is one
3: thing I did. I did made a note that the Gorn does appear to be smarter than Kirk because when the combat first begins the Gorn has a much larger much more solid looking stick in his hands yeah like, Kirk, like, Kirk has a dowsing like, rod it's not
1: because he's smarter it's because he's stronger yeah, yeah he could it,
0: break it, off a bigger stick it was pretty Kirk, funny how Kirk. Kirk just like threw the little stick away when he saw the Gorn coming at him with this giant log
1: <laughs> oh god what a
3: bizarre fucking episode yeah I really you know what's did interesting? not like it
2: uh, so and this is this is a, a he said she said he, or he he said and then some other guy said A classic he said he said <laughs> yeah one of those uh, in that this episode was based on a short story called Arena only the the writer of of this episode says that he'd never read it before mm-hmm.
1: okay and well, I, that's convenient yes
2: and I and I read the short story uh, the other night and it has a lot of interesting parallels it's two species who are at war with each other and then this omniscient omniscient entity captures one of each puts them on a planet and says you guys are so advanced that this war will will kill one of you off and cripple the other one to regress back that like centuries and we think that one of you could possibly become you know awesome creatures like we are so we're going to kill off one of one of the sides of you uh so that the other one can make it that far yikes so it's it's the same you know put two on a planet let them fight and figure out which one wins only in this planet there's a barrier between the two so they can't fight they can only like throw things at each other until one realizes until the, the human one realizes, Oh, I can pass through the barrier if I'm unconscious, knocks himself out with a rock, falls to the falls through the barrier onto the other side, wakes up, luckily, in time before I was gonna this say, and is
1: promptly killed by the other guy who's like, <laughs> Oh <have>. sweetie's down <laughs>
2: like Yeah and, and gone. Luckily okay. wakes up in time to spear the other one. And and win and then the the other the the Outsider aliens get killed by the entity.
0: Well, that's a totally different story, then.
3: Yeah, it's actually dumber. <laughs> yes. Like, the guy's lucky he didn't wake up having only halfway passed through the barrier, and then because Cutting he's conscious, F. yeah, just. <clears> oh, <throat> my feet. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like some sort of really unsubtle Cold War metaphor until the, if I knock myself out, I can get through the barrier thing. This, one,
1: this one's like 1920s, too, I think. Oh, okay, so or there, was, there 40s, was no Cold War. I forget. I, I, I could check, but I forget. That's weird. Well, it's the cutting off of the nose to spite your face mm. and the way humanity oh, it 19- shoots itself in the foot in order mm. to, you know, continue to make war with other peoples. I did I'm it, sure that's It was that's 1944. What it is. Oh. Okay. Well, wow. Weird.
2: <laughs> What's even funnier is in this script in in Arena of the Star Trek episode, the writer and I didn't write down who the writer of this was, originally wanted the Metrons to destroy the ship of the winner of the battle on the planet. Oh shit! So that whatever the more advanced side was wouldn't be able to like get like get the kind of sentience that the Metron have.
3: Mm. Yeah. Th- that would be funny though. Something the whole episode was just Kirk and the Gorn staring at each other like.
2: Oh but they wouldn't. I'm they to not gonna kill you.
1: you, they hit you hit well I'm not, gonna kill, I'm they not didn't, gonna kill you. They wouldn't
2: tell have told them first. Oh okay. It yeah, would have anyway. been the unfortunate outcome to the winner. That would have so, been
0: hysterical. I'm still a little confused because you're you said that there was a writer for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh so sick bird. I don't even want us to say
1: anything else. I just want the end credits to roll. Like, this was like the big laugh at the end of a Star Trek episode. Like, oh, Spock, you crazy bastard. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That was awesome. That's another high five. Oh,
3: Jesus.
1: Oh, man. When you're good, you're good. Mm, When the the episodes are bad,
3: they're... Boy, this sure was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, I think the issue here is it was, a, it was a solid concept. It's just they unfortunately were a slave to their time slot and couldn't...
1: Yep. And they spent all that money on that goddamn costume for that girl <laughs> in the episode before, so they couldn't well, make I'm the sure. Gorn not look like a fucking rubber I'm sure they
0: spent a shitload shit of money on the Gorn costume. I'm sure it was expensive.
1: Which makes me so sad.
0: Like I bet you it was... Even though it looked way shittier, I think... It's. It was probably on par with the salt. The salt vampire. Yeah.
1: I wonder if that's a number that I can pull up quickly.
0: Just because. It I would, mean, it would have had it would have to have been molded out of plaster. Yeah, like that looked fast and rubber. A largely bespoke creature. Oh, absolutely. Unless it was like something that they got from like some other some like sci-fi B movie. Leftovers. Yeah, like
3: unless that was actually left over from the the outer limits or something. Mm,
2: I'm pretty sure they had to make two as well. Ooh. Two of them. of so so the it's, Gorn? It's, oh, yeah, two guys.
0: costumes. Why? It, oh, for,
2: for
1: the for the different stunts people or something. Because uh, or, or, I, I know that I know I've went, I went I seen some of it. It looks like we might encounter the Gorn on the animated
0: series. I'm sure it'll, it'll look, look better. better. Yeah, it does. Oh, I don't know. Not much looks better in the animated series.
3: <laughs> I will say, though, Rubber Gorn, Animated Gorn, it all looks better than the CG Gorn. Oh, that, that Archer pops up had in to Enterprise, fight. yeah.
1: You mean it's, this one?
0: Ugh, yeah. That's it just got replaced by an ad, yeah. It looks like scrolled.
1: a cheap Raptor.
0: Yeah, it, it's a. Yeah.
1: We'll share that. Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, that's actually not even Archer. I mean, it is Archer. It's it's alt Archer. It you know, is. That has it to is. fight yeah, that Gorn. CG
3: Gorn, mm-hmm.
0: and it's not so much that the Gorn itself looks bad. It's that the the tech the 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 tech to make the fight work didn't exist. Didn't exist in 2002 or whatever.
3: Oh, I thought you meant in 1966. Oh well, no, it
0: didn't exist in the 60s. It certainly didn't exist in um, 66. <laughs> oh, because that
3: was like—I mean, I like that they tried to explain. Oh, they're less agile than humans. It's like they're less agile than a common turtle. Oh, did
0: you see it when Kirk boxed his ears? <laughs> <And he's laughs> like, oh no! god! No! It didn't even have ears. What was <laughs> yeah, it doing? Like, got, like, little holes.
1: Well, it's a—it's a, oh. it's a little reptile. It's got little ear holes. Uh, should
0: um, he give it the wet? Willy. Yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Ew, I don't want
0: to touch that. Yeah, no, same. But then when the when the Gorn calls him up to tell him, yeah. Like, oh. By the way, I've heard everything you've <laughs> been, you been sad, listening you idiot. to. You shit talking me, buddy. Why don't you just make it easier on yourself, and I'll come over and fuck you in the ball sack.
1: Who wants to guess how much this episode costs to make? Because I have that number. Oh, well, wait wait, Wait,
3: Let me let me bring up the inflation calculator so we can oh, very yeah. quickly turn to... it into modern money.
1: Well, we need to have a guess first, though.
3: That's true. Yeah, um, I'm
0: gonna guess. Hundred and fifty grand.
1: Okay, Ames. Any guesses? Uh, no. Chris,
3: I'm gonna say one see. dollar. Bob, <laughs> the original. Oh god, the original pilot was what? Was, like okay, six hundred thousand.
0: Okay. It was like half a million. I thought.
3: I'm gonna go with two hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was one hundred ninety-eight thousand. Ah, sorry, one hundred ninety-seven thousand five hundred eighty-six. So Jake, so Jake Jake got it, but closest without going over. In uh, modern money... Which I think is a terrible rule. That
3: too. is... They don't put commas here. $1,417,131.46. Wow. wow. I fucking
0: imagine. That $0.46 cents went towards the Kraft mac and cheese powder. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah,
2: Here's a quick... I don't know if you ended up watching that video I sent you, Chris, about the Goron Cannon.
3: Oh, yeah, the... Um, what was it? The myth- yeah, because or... they
2: myth-busted the Goron Cannon and said that... There's no way that the MythBusters couldn't make couldn't get it to work. And every time that they even like amended it like crazy to like use okay we won't we will use bamboo we'll use an actual freaking cannon and,
0: we'll,
2: <laughs> and we won't use diamonds we we'll use this other thing. Well, what we did they do? This. Like,
0: the, did they did they make the gunpowder in the same way that Kirk did by like just mixing up the ingredients? <laughs> is this is chemistry, stuff? right? <laughs> like, it wasn't even like powdered coal that he used it was just like <laughs> chunks of the coal. chunks of coal in the size that he had
2: yeah yeah but they couldn't get it to work but a lot of people think that it could work
0: well maybe we should do a our own myth bust of we the would Gourd explode family.
3: ourselves
2: is
0: anyone here a chemist <laughs> i mean i'm sure we can buy some some sulfur and why and he some saltpeter We're gonna and... buy All this stuff
3: And wind up On the no fly list
0: Yeah I was
1: gonna say We're gonna be on Some kind of Government watch list mm. Like why do they Need this stuff How many diamonds Did they <laughs> <have to> buy? <laughs> Let's
0: see Saltpeter is used I think in making Incense So there's a Legitimate reasons To have that
3: Well especially if uh...
0: Sulfur is used For stink
3: bombs So <laughs> Now we're just Starting like The fucking Weasley brothers mm.
1: Oh god Somebody's been Reading a lot Of Harry Potter Yeah sorry Harry
0: Potter um... And the <laughs>
1: Uh, a wizard Harry.
0: That's
2: another podcast.
0: I don't like I, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. So, and I, I, every time I, I watched like the first movie and I just couldn't get over how all of their magic words are just like bad, po- pig Latin. Latin. Yeah. yeah. That, that
3: is a weird one.
1: <laughs> it's the most magical language. It's here. true. I thought you should know, you would know that. Oh, God. So,
3: yeah, <laughs> the Gorn. It just. You, any other thoughts on this bizarre bastard of an episode? I remember, I remember
2: there were a couple of times that we mentioned in previous episodes that we watched that when there was a secondary plot going on, like if, if someone was on a planet on an away mission and then on the ship something else was happen- happening, happening, mm-hmm. we'd say like, oh, they didn't need the side plot of the other people on the, on the planet or on the ship or, or whichever was least interesting. In this one, they were li- literally doing nothing on the ship and we had yeah. to watch them doing TV. nothing.
0: We had to, there was a great point where, where there was a shot Over the shoulder of like Spock watching the screen, yeah, and nothing was happening on the ship. It was just the screen, so it was like we were watching them watch TV. It
1: was like Star Trek riff tracks. Yeah,
0: I would say my the biggest shocker for me about this episode is that somehow Kirk's shirt stayed on. He
1: did have to
2: rip it. He had to rip it to make a fuse.
0: He did. No, I thought he ripped his pants. Oh, did he with a because it was the fuse was black. Oh, so either it was his pants or his undershirt. Oh, yeah. it could have been
2: oh, The undershirt would make sense But yeah,
0: no, his
3: main he, That's true I, he, he did remain uh, intact yeah. This episode Which is surprising
1: It is surprising
3: Maybe it's because they were outdoors And they didn't want him to get sunburned Maybe
1: it was a fat day
3: mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not framing the shirt today I'm Feeling chubby
0: Poor Shatner mm. And and I just, I feel really bad for whoever, whoever had to be in the Gorn costume, because I'm sure... Two two different, or three, three,
2: I think,
1: different people. I was just reading about it. Apparently, the guy that was in it could not take the trousers down very well. Like, he would be in the suit morning tonight. Well, he would, like, hike it down as much as he could to pee, but, like, apparently you couldn't take it off because it was, like, rubber, so once it was all wet with your sweat and shit, you're not getting back into it. Did did, did they have to cut him out of it later, or what? (laughs) No, I think they just only removed him at night. Just wouldn't be able to get back in. Mm. Yeah, Gre- grease them up in the morning to go back. <laughs> lube them up, get them in
3: there. oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, shitload of baby powder. Oh god, yeah. yeah. I, like, I mean, I don't know if maybe this is something also when they added the. Digital eyelids, which I have to go see that. But in certain the version we watched, there was a really obvious eye hole drilled into the disco balls.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if maybe they pasted that, that over digitally. I didn't know that like they did. They used the clones tool. On I
1: that. actually never noticed it. I was looking for it. There's I a couple of shots.
3: It. it might have also only been in one eye because I never really noticed it in the right one. But definitely in the left one, there's a few times where they shoot from just the right angle, and you see a huge hole oh, drill
1: Because yeah, I was right looking for it. I knew there had to be something, but I never saw it. So. I
0: noticed, speaking of <coughs> noticing things behind the scenes, early in the episode, before Spock's tricorder explodes, there's a point when he's, like, scanning with it, mm. and you can actually see in the reflection on the little TV screen that's on it, you can see all the the, the, the studio lights. Oh, I
2: didn't see that. You should have paused it.
0: Oh uh, yeah. That's funny. Neat. That was kind of. I was like, oh yeah, look at that. They got four lights over. They had four lights over to his, to the stage right side, and they had I think one or two on the stage left side. Huh. So there
3: were six lights ultimately.
0: There are six lights. Oh, thank thank you. you.
2: So we're all we're all taking a, a vacation to the Vasquez Rocks, California, right?
0: Sure. Why not? Yeah, we can the, we can reenact Bill and
3: Ted's bogus journey.
2: Mm-hmm. There's,
3: there's been there of been, been a lot of those. In the same place. Yeah, yeah. They, they, when the when the uh, uh, spoilers for Bill and Ted's bogus <laughs> journey—that's the and second one, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. When the evil android Bill and Ted kill the the good Bill and Ted, they do by throwing them off Kirk's rock. Oh, the same—the
0: rock that it. Kirk threw the boulder. The rock, off of. Yeah, the boulder,
3: which was totally, totally a real boulder that's part of that yellow rock, even though it's gray. Definitely
1: mm-hmm. not yeah. styrofoam.
2: They yeah. also filled up bla- Blazing Saddles, mm. Army of Darkness, and uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers there.
0: I believe that's it. Makes among sense, among yeah. many yeah. many other things. Yeah. So that seems I to be the pretty caliber. Distinctive looking, that especially Kirk's rock there. Yeah, I feel like they showed it in like ten different shops too. Like they did. did. It kept it's like showing there was it. there was the shot you know there was the se- sequence where he went up and pushed the boulder off, but then they kept showing. Well, no matter where he was, that shot, that rock was in the back. They knew him. they had a
3: winner with that rock. Totally. It, it it looked super alien.
0: Yeah. It was a good it was a good
3: rock. It's a great way If nothing else. That episode gave the game so gave us Kirk's rock.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That rock
0: was the MVP of this episode. I don't think I really have anything else on this episode. No, I don't think there is anything else on this episode. <laughs> We've true. had our laughs yeah. at
3: its failings; its many, many failings. Uhura
2: like, had a stupid scream when Kirk disappeared. Oh, oh I yeah. About that. yeah, that was weird. No, it I wrote that in, that one now because it was out of place. It's like you're a fucking professional, Uhura. Yeah. keep it. You a, keep normally quiet.
0: keep your head on. Oh, you saw Kirk vanish in last, the last episode. episode. Yeah.
2: He vanishes all the fucking time. You have transporters. Maybe that was a, <laughs> squeal,
1: maybe that was a squeal of excitement because she thought she was going to get to play the harpsichord. Again.
3: That, that actually reminds me of a weird thing from the opening of this episode. If you think about where Kirk and McCoy start off, where they're sort of talking together about how excited they are for dinner, and then they proceed over to where the transporter is, they were way too far forward. Because the normally, normally there's a wall right behind the transporter operator. But they were much further down. Like they—they they were through a wall at that point, based on how that set, where the where the, you know the wall you only know is there for when they show it from the mm. other angles. So because they never showed it from that angle, you don't realize it. But I was like, wait a minute, there's a wall behind mm. them, except there isn't. Yeah. So that was that was something I noticed because pedantry.
1: That, that is a fascinating observation. Quite.
3: Yeah.
0: Hey. She
3: is. Uh, So before we wrap up, there's there's something I have to mention. Uh, I googled while we were talking earlier, because I was like, I wonder if Trelane, like Mud, like the Gorn, shows up in TAS. Mm. Uh, And I don't think he does. But when I started googling Trelane or Squire, I forget if I wrote Squire of Gothos or Trelane, TAS, one of the suggested autocompletes was Tasty. Now, I didn't, loyal listeners, follow that path. But if you are feeling daring, you can look up Squire of Gothos or Trelane with Tasty at the end. To see what kind of ungodly horror from the ninth dimension Google will give you.
2: Well, on that
1: note, Chris. <laughs> wow. Yes. Heavy stuff.
3: I know. As heavy as that Gorn costume clearly was.
1: Ugh. I'm not getting Squire of Gothos tasty.
0: Maybe it was Trelane. Try Trelane. Maybe that's Google just oh,
3: basing even it even off of the T-R-E-L-A-N-E. Your...
1: T-R-E- L-A-I-N-E. L-A-N-E? Or I? A-I-N-E. There wasn't
2: I. I wrote on without
1: because I was. Yeah, no, it's
2: without.
3: It's without. Oh, okay. See, I was. I was just. I thought no, there was. No, there's
1: no Trelane Tasty here. Apparently, Google thinks it knows what you're into. Yeah, oh, Trelane enough. Tasty videos. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Huh. Anyway, there's nothing
0: here. Damn. Fair enough.
3: All right. Well, this has been uh, episode ten of A Star to Steer Her By. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, next week we will be covering Tomorrow Is Yesterday and Court Martial. Uh, thank you for joining us. As always, please find our Facebook page or start to steer her by. We're also on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash podcast. Or is it just sshb? Oh, God, I've forgotten. I'm
1: sure it's sshb podcast, It must <laughs> be. Have a good day. That's what I was thinking of. You giggling. Because you do. Like, you adopt this voice. You're like... Well, readers, thank you for joining us again this week. (laughs) Take it
0: easy. Until next time. How's it hanging,
1: listeners? (laughs) Well, there was that time I
3: actually said, have a nice day for some reason. Yeah,
0: Yeah. exactly.
3: That's what we were thinking of. God, we're on Twitter. (laughs) We're on SoundCloud. Just go to our Facebook page. We've got links there. We're on Tumblr. Read our articles. There's a few. They're 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 good. There and tell your friends. Yes, tell your friends. We don't say that. Do please. Fuck kill... it. Tell your enemies. Tell your friends. We're not. We're easy. We yeah. Don't. As long as, long as they picky. like Star Trek. Tell, tell the Gorn. Tell the Gorn. Tell the Gorn. You know. Thank you for thank you as always for joining us. Uh, I have been Chris.
1: I've been Ames. I have been Caitlin.
0: And
3: I'm never Jake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In fact, he's Trelane. <laughs>
3: <laughs> thank you for joining us, and remember to tip your yeoman.